There, there we, we go. That'll be odd. <coughs> All right, so let me post this to the... Steph R says first. So Steph R is the winner. She is the winner. Okay. My uh my tablet's going. All right. We get coffee. Into... My coffee's brewing. So at some point I'm just gonna have to go and pour myself some. I'll do my best to eat my oatmeal off mic. <laughs> As I lean back toward the mic to chew. As is tradition. <laughs> yeah. So this is the middle of the day stream for everybody watching. I'm leaving Friday to go to Austin, Texas to go to Longhorn Racing Academy to try to get over my fear of racetracks. As we discussed in the last podcast, I now have my very own helmet, which I will be using. And Tony Airlines will be coming along with. We will make a video, but it will be a GoPro style video because if i bring all my gear i'm just going to go into filming stuff mode so i won't i wouldn't pay attention to the track which is what i'm there I'm, I'll, I'll be down in texas to learn wreck says about to lift bro gym but wanted to drop by and say hello and a dime thank you so much wreck i am going to the gym after this um someone asked if we've done an edsel no uh nick did a documentary on uh the history oh, yeah, of the Edsel, I did. but we've never actually driven one. I completely so. forgot. I mean, I've done so many of them now that I forget the ones that I've done. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Joe Sturber says, I got access to a Unimog 417. Do you want to drive it? Yeah. But again, logistics, question mark. So send an email to regularcars at gmail.com. Put the year, model, city, state in the title of the email. In the body of the email, put your phone number and also a picture of the car. I read every single email I get, but I only save the ones that are formatted correctly. Correctly. I can't respond to every single email I get but rest assured that they are saved as long as they are formatted correctly. Yeah. And yeah, it's like warmonger airsoft there. Don't want to be a mm -hmm. whatever about it, but I sent you guys an email like in June, when can I expect to hear back? I mean, like you can expect anytime you want I mean, not to be a, it's just, it's hard because we can't really like yeah. get respond to every email unless we're going to do your car. And we don't know if, or when we're going to do that car. Right. So like, if we're going to do your car, you might hear from us in a week, a month, a year. Yeah. Like, and I, it sucks to be able to, or it sucks that we don't have time to actually like personally respond to the emails we get, but it's something where if we did that, we would have time to do absolutely nothing else with our day. So hopefully you guys understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy Shutterfly that uh, this podcast is helping you through tough times. Hmm. We've, we've been through them 
extensively. So I hope that this uh, distance relationship you have with us is a positive and healthy one. Hello, Quinn Dickinson. Finally hit 200,000 miles on my Volvo S80. Long running joke that we're still trying to do. <laughs> Quinn Dickinson's Volvo S80. Hope your hope your dad's doing better. Um, yeah, here, here. Yeah. Um, I am going to get coffee, and then we're going to do when we're going to hold for sound. Oh yeah. And start the podcast proper for everybody on iTunes. We're right back. Yeah. Um. Until then, yeah, I didn't want to sound like a jerk either, warmonger, airsoft. I didn't mean to sound like that. I just, I get the question a lot and I feel bad every time I get it about when they can expect a reply because I want to be able to say like, yours is already in the, in your inbox. But the truth of the matter is that we really don't get to respond to that many emails and it's unfortunate. Hey, Tony Airlines in the chat. Nice to see you. Um, oh, and to, uh, Stefan R, uh, <laughs> sorry, didn't realize you were dude. We just see the Steph and we immediately think like Steph Schrader cause she spells it the same way, but, oh, I forgot the big uh, announcement thing. It's that we are now on Spotify officially. So if you just type in regular car reviews, uh, we should pop up along with, um, you know, my album and my Christmas single from two years ago so like those are all the things that will pop up if you type in regular car reviews also there are some fan-made playlists that are songs that have either been like referenced on the show that have been like parodied on the show that were from the days before we were monetized and brian just sort of used uh you know whatever song he felt like using and so those are some really cool playlists that i would recommend checking out so yeah definitely go on spotify check out um regular car reviews and you know just enjoy whatever you find um also the roman on that is because my, my artist's name is the roman there's another artist named the roman so sometimes like our tracks cross over but the other roman isn't me the roman that's me is the one with this face um <laughs> And uh, yeah, but moving on, uh, it's very good. And we should be back up on Google Podcasts uh, today, depending on, um, you know, organizational things. But somehow, like, I don't know, the thing lapsed, so it is what it is. But um, yeah, you can come on back. You well, Mr. Sarcasm, Tio Santino, you just yeah. had your cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> I was watching that the other day and I'm like, this man is a comedic genius. Yeah, and it's not all... even facing the camera, turning away. You yeah. just said you're what is a cup of coffee in the big time? It's not no, anything. No, no, it's uh it's okay, so like if you held a world title for well, it's it's a colloquialism oh. that's in sports where um, you know, he spent a cup of coffee in the big leagues, which he was oh. there for like five minutes, long okay. enough to drink a cup of coffee. Oh, so okay. yeah, it's, and yeah, Macho Man, what was crazy to me is that like, okay, all of wrestling today is scripted. Yeah. And, but Macho Man was doing this <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just going in there just, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, I can't I, even like. It, it was like the, yeah was like a moment for him to like collect the next sentence yeah like in the middle of a sentence like yes, he, the uh -huh. he names where the city is mm. so it's the plug Twenty two hundred thousand people watching yeah 
you got to go, oh, it's really low. I got to like try to practice this because I can do the gravelly voice. But if you do the macho, you got to go louder. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> was his first rival was Tito Santino. Then... Santana. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. He won the Intercontinental title for me. Intercontinental. Like every, like cuts yeah. off every syllable of the word. Yeah. Intercontinental. Very choppy in a good way. Hmm. <laughs> So I guess uh, you'd have to do cycles to have arms like that, though. Yeah, you, you just do. see him, and it's not like a wide-angle lens when he's getting later. Like, holy crap, that's a huge arm. Hmm. Anyway, I'm anyway. No, no, so, it's um, a whole whole profound. All right, yeah. Oh, sweating. Yeah, so it's summer today. Global warming. Hey, everybody. Welcome to RCR Podcast number 68, Almost Nice. I'm Nick. I'm Brian. And we are here today to just basically uh, talk about things because tomorrow I have New York Comic Con until Sunday, Mm -hmm. and then you are leaving on Friday to go learn how to not be afraid of racing. Yes. And uh, it'll be, you know, we'll both come back with stories to tell. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but Monday, you have a good relationship, do things apart from each other. Yeah. That way you can talk about stuff here, 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 here. But, uh, the, the Monday video is an RCR stories. And then, uh, Wednesday, depending on like, if I can get on my hustle, I might be able to put up my New York comic-con video. Cause I think, I think in a general sense, the earlier, the better for those, um, get that SEO. Yeah. But so for new people who are coming, because this is in an earlier part of the day, normally we're doing this uh, uh, in the evening, we will answer every single Super Chat we get at some point. Uh, we will have to say no more Super Chats. We usually have a big sign for that, so uh, that's that's how um, we'll do it. Um, we'll be taking breaks from Super Chats as the, as the show goes on. Uh, usually we get sidetracked, and then we'll get back to them, but since... Uh, what happened today? Today, uh, the Falcon was making a weird grinding noise, mm. and I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. I thought it was the drive shaft because that's where the grinding noise came from last time, um, when the drive shaft would rub in the drive shaft tunnel because now it has a larger drive shaft, so there's less clearance. Mm. I'm like, okay, and and this was down when Tony Airlines and I were with Tony's friend from Facebook, and they were working on his Honda Beat. Uh, changing the timing belt. So I just put more air in the rear air shocks and pumped the butt of the Falcon up. And I'm like, all right, that probably stopped it. It created more clearance. And I thought that was it. And then as I'm making it again, it's like, wait a minute, that wasn't it. So I was driving it around today. And in fact, I met the, the I think the district attorney that you met when you fought your ticket mm-hmm. up at the courthouse. <laughs> I, I didn't I did I kind of I, I kind of mentioned it but I didn't mention that you that you showed up and because I don't know if it was him that day was it a, was it a uh, black a guy with a salt and pepper mustache and uh, kind of a dad belly ah, I can't recall off all, right, all I remember is being super relieved because the officer never showed up so I just mm-hmm. got off Rob yeah. I was like I'm not taking this day off mm-hmm. small town police it's like kind of know everybody yeah. anyway 
Um, but whoever our district attorney is for this area, I met him and he turned out he had three Falcons growing up. So mm. see, I, I pulled around in the courthouse. Uh, it's such a small town story. I pulled around in the courthouse uh, lot because that was the biggest one nearby where I was. And I knew no one was there. <laughs> it was like the <laughs> afternoon. But sure enough, Jim, the district attorney, was coming out. Jim went to high school with my aunt Cindy and oh. also knew my mom and my dad. Oh, so, wow. So uh, we just talked for like 20 minutes and I completely forgot to diagnose the Falcon. So I ended up then driving to the middle school uh, to like, because uh, it only made it in hard left turns. But then it sometimes did it on the straightaway. I can't figure out. I'm looking at their things. And then I'm like, wait a minute. We moved the uh, helper springs, the add a leaf springs, and they themselves have a clamp that clamp on the existing leaf springs. So I'm like, well, there's not a whole lot of clearance on that side. And I look to the driver's side on the rear and holy shit, that piece of metal was touching the wheel mm. and had ground a groove into the inside of the wheel and it wasn't deep and i saw it it appeared and disappeared so it was kind of like lathing the inside of the wheel and i'm like oh boy that ain't good so it only took it down like like you'd need a feeler gauge how little it was but it did you know of course burn uh chew up chew off all the uh, uh powder coating there on the inside so i'm like well i could call moyers and have them bring the flatbed on on with triple a i'm close enough to home i can just drive home i've been driving this way anyway so i drove back and it going all the way back go to my parents house and this is what i did today i just parked it last night go to my parents house because i i still don't own a floor jack <laughs> like i have not yet run into a situation when i can't go to my parents and grab the floor jack they're 109 dollars at harbor freight for a really nice one yeah so best chinesium metal so i'll, I'll go to harbor freight and people are going to probably send super chats and fucking buy a floor jack already quit borrowing other people <laughs> but anyway i went to my parents house borrowed the floor jack borrowed the good angle grinder and that's over there because mine's a mine's a ryorbi battery powered which i which i'd use up all the batteries so i go over there eat food do my do half of my laundry drive back here and then spend like 15 minutes with the grinder wheel off car up on the jack no jack stands i'm sorry and just down down this clamp because there's enough metal there yeah. like i could have ground in a whole eighth of an inch off of that and it wouldn't have mattered ground it down now it has plenty of clearance. Um, put the helper spring back on, drove around, and that was it. And then I went to my parents' house and told my mom, hey, I saw district attorney Jim. So we had a, <laughs> I knew this, and I remember this, and I remember that stories um, for a while, and that was good. And then my dad uh, still has his 1990 Toyota Cressida that some of you may have seen at the uh, Radwood Jersey. Um, uh, and it's, it's in both our interests to keep that car looking good. So we did a wash and, uh, uh, a, um, uh, like a detail spray on it. And cause I didn't, uh, cause I had to come here. We didn't have time to like full wax it. Yeah. So, but it's looking good. Dad, dad's going to be buried in that car. It needs 
it needs a whole new front seat, like, or at least to have it reupholstered or something. Cause the phone is back down to the phone. It's down to the phone. It's either running out of part of the seat. That is the cover. <laughs> so it, you're just like sitting on foam in that seat. It's, it's trashed. Yeah. So then my dad complained about my uncle Jim for a while. Uh, and which is a whole nother can of worms. Dad talked about airplanes. He still wants to meet Tony Airlines, and they'll probably run into each I other. I can't believe just... they haven't run into each other. They were both at the meet. Right? Yeah. I, I should have, I should have, if I hadn't known, I would have been like, yeah. Tony? Oh, meet. Yeah. Meet. Yeah. Talk airplanes. <laughs> because they both have forgotten more than I'll ever know about mm. airplanes <laughs> between them. Right. Um, We do got to do airplanes again. It's just, it's, 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 a challenging logistical thing to film an airplane yeah because you have to have permission from the airfield and all this sort of stuff so it's not as easy as people like if you want to do it and be kind about it i suppose yeah um even i have a bunch of songs even though i still didn't see once upon a time in hollywood hollywood right i still have a bunch of songs from the soundtrack and that's added to driving the falcon music oh nice so and I'm sad to say that I did not know about Ramblin' Gamblin' Man by Bob Seger until I heard the soundtrack. I'm like, God damn, Quentin can pick him. I mean, that's kind of like the part the part of the point of his soundtracks is that yeah. it, in the same way that he will take dead careers and resurrect them, mm-hmm. you know, that he'll do that with music, introduce mm-hmm. people to new things. But the thing that I'm super hooked on right now is the Ken Burns documentary on country music. It's an eight part documentary. I'm waiting for part eight. It's all on PBS or basically the PBS app, which I've been using. And it's where, I, it's where I got the idea to do wagon wheel uh, for mm. Mondays, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like the stories are so just nuanced and each part is feature length like minimum an hour 52 minutes it's fantastic filmmaking as it always is with ken burns but you mm-hmm. come out of it with this deep abiding love for country music which really? i already really enjoyed mm-hmm. but like i didn't really know why mm-hmm. like and i realize now that it's because modern music uh doesn't really tell stories anymore true and that's what i try to do with like my music sometimes like if you look on the rcr album each one of them tries to tell a story and the same with the Christmas songs. They're trying to tell a story rather than just like the modern thing of like, we're here, we're young, let's party until the sun comes up Yeah. or the other thing, which is like the cliche of every romance song talking about how love is a game. Love is an adjective. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Love's a crazy game. Love's a wild, the dangerous game. <laughs> you never know a game like this. We go and play. But, um, <laughs> It's I've been listening to the soundtrack to that documentary and it has like just all these different generations of country music from Hank Williams to Hank Jr. to Tammy Wynette to George Jones to mm. the the great which I loved from listening to K Rose on uh GTA San Andreas, ah. the um duets with uh Loretta Lynn and uh Conway Twitty mm. because they have these great, just wonderful duets like as soon as I hang up the phone which is just this thing of a guy like trying to get this woman to take him back, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, but it's taking place over phone calls. So it's this, I I don't Uh. know. It's weird. And then uh, George Jones has a a song called the grand tour, 
which is oh. just him giving the listener a tour of the empty house where uh, his he and his wife used to make a home with their oh. family. And it's because like she left him, but in that, like Bill Burr has a whole bit about this oh. that talks about how, wait a minute. So over there is the chair where you used to bring it and just a hair is the bear. And mm -hmm. like, but then you get to the nursery and the baby's gone and he notes that all of her things are still there and so it's like what did you do to this woman george yes like, yes she she clearly fled she didn't yeah. decide to leave you yes. it was in the moment i'm taking the baby and we're getting the hell out of dodge yeah like, we're leaving tonight it's creepy yeah it is yeah. and they, it's not the only country song like that because a lot of it involves you know uh the immediacy of the woman leaving of it's this urgent thing you know and then you have this duality of how like all of tammy wynette's songs or this juxtaposition all of tammy wynette's songs are mostly about like standing by your man and being faithful uh -huh. and yet she's been like divorced like six times right um and all of loretta lynn's are like i'm not putting up with any of this bs if you do one more thing i'm out of here and she stayed with like the same man for like oh. ever. so it's this funny thing of like all these different um contradictions in country music hmm. and the extent to which some of these things are like characters that people are putting on but mm. in other ways it's a more authentic style of music for its time mm -hmm. and even now even in hmm. this like weird country pop thing i know when we went to nashville we listened to a lot of like weird i think i heard like the same four songs like a million times in that one bar where we had the hot chicken yeah and it was uh, it yeah. was pop country yeah it was pop country which yeah. i'm not i'm not here for it oh uh, my grocery store they turn it to the country like in like pennsylvania there may be one or two country radio stations that can come in i think it's like cat country 105 or something like that comes in but it's all the nashville sound it's all in uh insipid shallow there's there's it's the country equivalent of like van halen ah. a, instead of girls cocaine and convertibles it's pickup trucks god and jesus and hot, god and love girl and, cold beer. yeah yeah it's just you know yeah uh Bo Burnham has a great bit on that too about country music, like breaking it down right into like the key change mm. and all this other. It's a great bit on country music, but um, oh, stupid uh, Matthew uh, Churchard uh, notes that, uh, and I actually have this saved. Um, is that if you go on Google or I mean YouTube and if you play Jolene by Dolly Part uh, Dolly Parton at half speed, it becomes a completely different song that's almost like almost BB King esque. Oh. And it's so badass. It's awesome. I wonder if somebody already did like a true vaporwave slowdown, like an audacity where it pitch pitch changes down and there's no chopping. Ooh. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, probably sounds great. Oh, I listened to no one has done it yet correctly, which means I'm probably gonna have to do it. But uh that one song called Obsession, maybe Human League. You're my obsession. Oh, oh no, that's that's an emotion. Okay. Not the human league. But your the song title's right. That, thanks. I I know because yeah, it was on Vice City soundtrack. No, no, no. Still. Yeah, that's why I know, and also because it used to be the theme song to Saturday Night's Main Event. With, oh, with, uh, for WWF and uh, with the Macho Man <laughs> Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, later, weirdly, became Macho King. Yeah, he did. Didn't because, quite roll off the tongue. Well, because like that was back when like the King gimmick was like a sexually transmitted disease where you had it. 
and you it didn't really actually help anyone mm. like harley race was a badass long before he got the king gimmick haku was a bad like haku is the one wrestler like even now 20 years retired if i were in a back alley brawl yeah. and i got to choose like four people yeah like i'd go with from professional wrestling yeah i i'd go like brock <laughs> uh yeah. freaking I'd just go Brock and Haku. Those are the only two guys you really need. Like, you know, like Haku, like tore someone's teeth out of their mouth with his bare hands. Like this was the baddest man on the face of the earth. Like this is a guy who, you know, uh, neither Liam Neeson nor Chuck Norris would cross. Wow. And now he sells cars. That's his retirement oh. career once he couldn't wrestle anymore huh. but i still have every confidence that he could <laughs> you know take my life with a batting the eyelashes was uh, wait so the macho man he started as a heel but then became a face yeah okay and he's like a kind of um he kind of became a face by just being as cool that like there's a he became a face organically okay which is the best way to do it it's kind of the way steve austin did it which is that you follow what the crowd wants mm. so after a while like the big turn for him was when the honky tonk man uh laid his hands on miss elizabeth mm -hmm. and oh the macho man wasn't happy <laughs> you can't touch elizabeth in kayfabe or in, in real life and uh suddenly and then the honky tonk man and the heart foundation like messed him up mm. and hulk hogan came to the rescue and they did the mega powers handshake but uh yeah it's it, oh 1989 was so good for <laughs> wrestling and possibly in general i don't know i don't remember enough about the year but uh, uh 89 i was in first grade that was when it was still real like people yeah. would yeah and on that note speaking of real things people have been giving us real money <laughs> slid right into that segue that is a sweet segue i feel like <laughs> we are missing out on i think we'd be really good reading ad copy because there are so many podcasts where they sound like they don't really use the product i feel like i could convince people that i really use the product <laughs> it's like man if you go to audible right now i've been listening to this book throughout all of my drives i would not be able to get through any of my drives without audible providing me with the stormlight archive and i'm telling you guys mm -hmm. if you even have a remote interest in fantasy you have to check this book out and you can only do it on audible promo code blah blah, blah yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that type of thing and then you sound like really enthusiastic mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know village idiot thank you for your donation it says i always love rcr stories I know you deal with copyright photos, the risk of copyrighted photos. Have you tried using Photoshop filters to bypass that stuff? You'd almost have to blur the entire photo because YouTube's algorithm is good. It's not enough to just blur out the copyright sign on the filter. You'd have to like zoom in really far. And so the, the kind of footprint or pattern of the photo isn't visible. Well, we've been fortunate so far in the sense that like my whole goal with RCR stories was if it were up to me, there wouldn't be any uh, visual accompaniment at all um, because it would be a million times. Oh, this happened again. Yeah. No, I mean, you just pop it back and it's good. I Thank added you. chamomile in this mm. to see if it tastes any different. 
Um, because I didn't have any cinnamon this time. Mm. Uh, I don't know why you replaced one with the other. But basically, uh, what ends up happening is um, I said, well, if I'm going to do visual accompaniment for this, the only things that I'm going to use are stuff that were in, in previous videos of ours, like maybe point of view drives if it's right. relevant, or um, things that I find from um, rights-free image hosting services. And then if I have to um, get... Uh, like for instance like um there was i had a connection with someone from an auto museum who uh had full written permission to give us all of their photos for the lee iacocca story okay um as long as we shout out you know we did the shout out and then everything else i go to wikimedia commons and it has like the step by step for how to cite it and i put the photograph citations in the video mm -hmm. so that everything cited everything you know where to get it you know where it is if anybody has a problem they can contact us and you know if it comes to it we'll just like block out that like part of the video because the youtube like studio editor allows you to do that mm -hmm. and um a lot of it like the rcr stories that's going up on monday yes it's an extended version of the dale with information that has since like i didn't know before and stuff that I wanted to, I wanted to retell the story and see, like, this is because I'm still thinking in terms of like my college fiction writer self of that. I want to give character arcs to real people. And the thing about arcing a character is that I think the first tale of the Dale was just sort of, you know, this is who they are. This is what happened. Yeah. But right. it, I didn't really get into like who these people were. And I got like way more insight into who these people were so that you understand almost why this happened, but also the sort of imperative that brought them to this point. Because there are multiple characters in this story, each of whom played a critical role in it, in this scandal becoming what it was. And to this day, I still don't understand how this story isn't like a proper like right. fictional, you know, you get like a cast or somebody. But at the end of the day, it's like it's one of my favorite stories in automotives. And it's something that is worth telling in a more broad story. I mean, this is almost like an hour long. And so I don't know. It's on Monday and hopefully you guys enjoy it. And yeah, I just wanted to go more in depth than I did the first time. So, yes, that'll be Monday. Eighteen scratchy movie. No, forty percent <laughs> original content. <laughs> no, but but it's good that more things have come out, and now you'll you'll be able to hear. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, I lost mean, my place here. I mean, like the ending doesn't change, but right, it's still you know. I feel like there's more to it and more like twists and turns. So, in getting there, so. Cake from State Farm says spot flicks, short slicks, rot hicks. Don't know what that means, but it, get it. But thank you for you to, for thank the donation. You so much. I, I I don't know exactly know what that means, but hopefully someone in the comments can yeah. explain. I'll keep an eye on them. Uh, yeah, people, a wrench every day says, how in tarnation do you not own a floor jack? Floor jacks just, just sort of orbit into my place when I need them, and then they go away again. I, oh. it, like, five years, have not owned a jack. One just kind of, they always just 
materialize or someone has one. All I got to do, Harbor Freight is like 20 minutes that way. Just go get there, spend a yardstick and come back. And now you have a jack and you can't, you don't have to hunt for one. But normally when there's a problem with my car, I'm half the time I'm at Bruce's and the other half I'm at, I'm at Justin Kramer's and we're well beyond floor jacks. The thing's going up on a two post lift. Remember the first uh, video I ever narrated for RCR was about uh, auto repair. Oh, when we were working, when on, we the were working on the fit. Yeah. And um, the big uh, comment on that one was, oh my God, why are you not using a jack stand? And that was like five years ago. Oh yeah, I still don't own jack stands. But I mean- And like, I can buy all of these things at Harbor Freight. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the- This is not a plug for Harbor Freight, but people who work on cars, even professionals, is like, I'm not spending $200 on a jack stand. He's metal. Yeah. Oh, and they're saying that the last super chat was a vague reference to hot dicks. Oh. And also, I am- screenshotting this one because this guy did his super chat wrong so i want to be able to answer his question later okay uh rafael varga just says dealerships have the best oil which i think you wanted it in that voice thank you so much for two euros very kind of you matthew churchard awesome um this is in pounds pounds hi lads you guys have the nissan juke over there indeed we do That'd be a good one for you to murder. Also, the <laughs> Roman is my guitar hero. Take oh, care, hey. boys. Thank you. There's a point of view floating around when I had a Nissan Juke, but I never really got into the car. I, I didn't see it as that much of a utilitarian vehicle, but some people really like them. So eventually we got to do it. Zach Heilman says, adding extra R's to, R's to words, a PA thing or a Mr. R thing? It must be a PA thing. And I don't even know when I'm doing it. Neither do I. Are you? Re, are you going? Are you going? Maybe. Yeah. Er, er, er is kind of. It may not be an R, but an er. Yeah. That's going on. Oh, Zach Hellman. Uh, the example is Bavarian Barbarian. Oh, that's just me being an idiot. Oh, Tony Richardson, I didn't catch you at a normal chance. He says, and you got to learn about VORs too. Yeah, I um, I told Tony how my dad was complaining about the FAA and how they, I made this whole flight plan and then I get in the air and then the, that's not how my dad sounds, but he, would, he was complaining about how he got up in the air and the FAA says, you're not going where you think you're going. I'm sending you there. And then you can go to that VOR marker and or beacon or I don't know how it works. You go there, not there, there. I'm the boss. You go there. <laughs> so that that was that was what my dad was talking about. I was telling Tony about it. Chris McCarthy, thank you for your donation. Hey guys, I was at Radwood, Detroit, in my 1987 Aerostar. Good times. Was there a car at Radwood, New Jersey, that you that you were shocked wasn't there? Yeah, Neon Highline. I didn't see one there. I was expecting to see a Taurus show and not even a, there wasn't even a Taurus around. I'm pretty sure there was at least one or two shows there. SHO at the rat at Radwood, Jersey. Um, Hmm. Oh, nice. Um, spicy. Uh, Nick's tea. Yes. And there was a car at Radwood, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of more Euro stuff than I thought. Kind of want to see like a Honda today which was my favorite car that I saw at the Lane Motor Museum. 
But I thought I saw like finding those regular neon high lines. Man, if I had a bigger garage, I'd find a really nice one of those things. The actual Team Ryan. Hello, familiar name. Got to head to work. Bring back the weird. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Your money will be well spent on our travel budget. Wrench Every Day asks, regular cars can love be a tabletop role-playing game. <laughs> I, I don't have the patience for those types of games because I don't like activities where I sit. Because I sit for my work. I sit in my chair over there. Yeah. When I want to do fun things, I want to be moving around. Yeah. Now, if you if it were a game of like physical risk of just of sitting like, down. Or, no, no, no. I mean like a game of risk, but it's a giant risk board and you physically have to move <laughs> around. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then you're just playing the final round of where in the world is Carmen San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. I want an adult playground. They kind of have one over at the Blue Mountain Resort, which is the ski area in the summertime. Well, I mean, extreme air is basically, basically an adult playground oh, because half the people jumping on the trampolines are adults like me. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly because it's like, well, my nephew doesn't have any siblings that are his age. Right. And it's not like I'm going to, you know, go pick up his friends it's like i'm not gonna go pick up kids i don't know right and be responsible for them right i'm barely responsible for me yeah. like, <laughs> i've done it myself when i was little and then occasionally as a substitute teacher like a sick and substituting sixth grade where you see two youngsters not running and not looking where they're going and two heads go bonk oh and and it, they make that wood sound where yeah. you hear, or, or it sounds like a cue ball hitting something. You ever, that, that, that yeah. unearthly sound of two skulls hitting together. It's almost like a perfect knock. Yeah. But the the thing is, uh, okay, this actually happened to me last week. I was walking along, I was walking to the gym, right? And uh -huh. there were a bunch of, I guess it was an early release day for the school because it was like 1 p.m. Okay. And the school is, or the streets are teeming with like fifth and sixth graders. And I would know because I went to the school that they went to and I know that they're early dismissal. The first thing the kids do are go to all of the, like the local businesses and just like sort of peruse around and probably get lunch somewhere. But anyway, like I saw there's this group of like nine or 10 kids and one of them throws the other to the ground and then everything freezes as like the kid is on the ground crying and I'm on the other side of the street and I'm just like over there trying. I'm thinking like, do I go over there and say something? Do I say, what's the problem here? Do I need to call somebody this, that, or the other thing? But then the other side of me is like, this is not, these are not your kids. It, if you say or do the wrong thing, it's easier to say it was that guy or, or that dog. Like, I hate thinking like in, in a litigious way yeah. of where I'm expecting that things are going to go badly for me if i do the bare minimum good samaritan thing but it's kind of like you know luckily no less than two minutes after that like this adult gets out of his like infinity g37 and yeah. walks over but like he gives me a quick side eye and just like Ugh. like uh, and i don't you're not gonna do anything i either that or or freaking kids Oh, like okay. I, I, I couldn't really read the look, but he was much more like 
he looked like a gym teacher. He looked like a proper adult. Like, I don't feel like I give that proper adult energy. Like you can, because I've heard your like teacher voice and your like, this is, you will listen now. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I don't have that. It's just, I wish I could kind of, you know, I don't know. I feel like I could, the situation called for it, but I was weighing the possibilities of whether or not the situation actually did in fact call for it. But eventually like, you know, the guy just waited with the kid and the kids seemed fine. I mean, it's just, and the other kids just walked away. And so it makes me wonder if like, maybe that was the kid's dad. Maybe it was like some other situation, but all I knew was that I was weighing the positives and negatives and thought like, there are so many more ways this could go wrong if I get involved. Um, and I don't want to be like that, but right. it's the nature of the society we're in that like, I don't want to risk saying or doing the wrong thing. Right. Because I know me. Right. So yeah, it's, it sucks. Like I had a moment earlier this week, I was going to a CVS two towns up, and I, I rode my I rode my Suzuki there. I, I bought a jar of earplugs yeah. so I can have fresh earplugs for my flight. Ooh. Fresh, haven't Swapping even them out. I haven't even they haven't even gone mm. through the laundry yet. And I forgot how fresh earplugs work better than ones that are a year, a year old. Yeah, who'd have thunk? <laughs> anyway, so I'm there back in the bike. I haven't put earplugs in yet. I have my helmet on, and then I hear the sound of a teenager yelling and it's that sound where your voice is broken yet, but the throat is still young. So it's not a man's voice yet, but the kid's trying to make his voice into a man's voice. I'm like, huh? So I turn around and I see at the Sunoco on the next block. Cause like the block I was on was just all parking lot. So I could see over to the Sunoco. And it was some teenagers having a teenager shouting fight. Like, no one's making a move to swing. Yeah. But it's a whole bunch of chest puffing and dick holding. And, <laughs> like, uh, one guy on a bike, like, on a single speed, like, BMX bike, like, riding just outside of someone else's, like, guard or reach. And I'm like... My first thing, I went to my phone and started filming it <laughs> because I'm like, this is teenager anger. And I remember how perfect and blue and lightning strong that is. Yeah. Like, it, it's an old adage that when someone is at their angriest, they're also at their dumbest. There is zero net gain for me getting involved with whatever this is. It's probably nothing, probably a lover. Or yeah. you pushed me, or they do that when when kids want to get into it, but they don't want to get into it. So they do that accidentally on purpose shoulder hit as they walk by somebody. That move that was in all 80s movies. Yeah. Still happens. Still happens. Happened and to me. It's effective. It pisses the other guy off yeah. because you it pisses you off because it's always an accident. Yeah. So anyway, they're in this parking lot yelling at each other. And I'm with some other adult who always like who who can't I hate it when I run into another adult and I already know they're trash just by the way they introduce themselves. And the guy said, coming up to me, I'm looking at it. I'm filming it. He comes up and he goes, the fuck's happening over there. I'm like, 
great. I can't count on you for anything. <laughs> like, I will not ask you to pick up a leaf. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, probably some teenager thing. And then it's that move where like the kids' friends are also there, but they're also far enough away that they can feign ignorance. They're not really part of this, but they want to see something happen too. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually someone goes back inside. The guy who was shouting goes back inside the Sunoco. So I get on my bike and then just think about it for the rest of the ride. And then I ride to Boscov's and buy fresh socks. Nice. And have fresh socks on the plane. Like mm. each set of socks that I will put on for this trip, each one will be new. Brand new. Because I know I'm going to sweat a lot because it's like 93 degrees down there still. Yeah. They're having a hell of a time in Texas with heat wave. It was, um, I mean, with the thing about those teenage arguments is that even when nothing happens, that's like two to three weeks worth of stories in the lunchroom. Yeah. That, that gradually get distorted in the retelling. Yeah. Of, because then like, yeah. if they're lucky, they go to different schools. Yeah. But if they're not, you got to go back to school with this idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's there. You're there. All of a sudden, uh, like, he might try to get that girl you're into just to mess with you. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to. Yeah. I do. All I miss about high school is marching band. And English class with Mr. McCormick. And speech class with Ed Palomar. Mr. Palomar. I can call him Ed now because I substituted for him a lot. Anyway, so we got Nissan Juke. Extra R's. Radwood. Gotta head to work. Keep up the good work. Uh, question that Nick answered earlier. Uh, Victorious, good afternoon. Are you guys in Spotify? Yes, we are now. Um, I I didn't answer it once we started rolling for um, iTunes, but yes, we are officially on Spotify now, finally. And I'll hopefully have the Google podcast situation sorted after we're done doing this now. So hopefully later today we'll be back up on google podcast i think i just let something slip you know because it's hard to keep oh, okay. track of everything so yeah victorious also says any chance to upload the rcr stories as audio only yes i believe yeah, they're they, on itunes yeah but he are. wants it but he wants them on spotify yeah mm -hmm. well i mean spotify should have our back catalog because they, they take the rss feed yeah it's the rss feed okay so it should be all on there in theory um Mondays is not going directly on Spotify just because I want to give it some time to get whatever, do whatever it's going to do on YouTube first. Cause that's where, you know, it's, it's not like we're getting any money from the podcast, but Oh, oh what was that noise? It was just some truck going by. Oh yeah. Windows open. Yeah. The windows open. Cause it's hot. Hot. Yeah. You can tell from like the little sweat that I got going on. Yeah. Yeah. I am also going to shave my chest. Oh, yeah? I also shaved my pubes in preparation for Austin, just in case. Because <laughs> I know we're going to go to a bar or two. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Could be a guy. Could be a girl. Could be a they. I don't know. <laughs> I'm open to suggestion. <laughs> I know. All I know is that there's going to be Torchy's Tacos somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat nothing but Tex-Mex. Shit five times a day. 
we went there with uh steph mm-hmm. i ate way too much oh. i i mean well i ate just enough but at the end of the day i was just like this was a mistake yeah i'm having a hard time thinking when i sit <laughs> i can't wait to make this mistake again <laughs> Yeah, like I gotta go to Torchies, get like two tacos and a beer, eat them. They're going to be amazing no matter what I get. And but then I just gotta sit. I gotta like have a water, take like twenty minutes. Do you want a third one? You can always get them to go. That's another thing. That's another thing. I, I take two. You're gonna want a third, but get the third to go. Eat it in the hotel room later. Like nah. It can't really be a midnight snack because it turns into poo really fast. All right, where was I here? So I just wrote an essay. Pete, Iced Ink, are you it? Skiing Colorado. All right, Uricon Ian or Hurricane Ian? I sent you an email about doing the Uricon. If that is a Lamborghini Uricon and everything, I'm sure you I'm sure you get people full of shit just wasting your time, but I promise you, the letter U, that I got like four cars that you, letter U, haven't done yet. Um, I don't remember getting an email about a Lamborghini Uricon, if that's what you're talking about. Um, please take your email and bump it. Like if you're hearing me right now, take your email and just reply to that email and just say bump. So that when I check my email after this, before going to the gym, I can do that. Now, if you're way far away, um, um, that'll be a challenge. If you're in SoCal, that's kind of a challenge too. Uh, but anything's possible. Um, please bump that email though. I'm interested. And thank you so much, Ian, for your generous donation. We got Ben here with a question. Any plans to see ski in Colorado this winter? Yes, I will be skiing at Copper Mountain. Uh, sometime in February, I was supposed to get in this group rate with a bunch of people who got, uh, a bunch of cabins out there, but I didn't get chosen. Like hmm. you have to apply for it. And I, I, I'm the only person I know is foster and he got in last year, but he, but, and he vouched for me, but whatever. It's like, I don't know, but I, it'll be getting the group rate is going to save me about a hundred dollars. So, but I could get an Airbnb like outside of town. So, and just, I'm going to have a rent a car anyway, because copper mountains nowhere near Denver airport. Like this is my me trip in February. I'm going to go out ski. Just going to ball on a budget. Yeah. Get, you know, get the GMC Yukon SUV. Well, I kind of got to go because I got to pick foster and his friend up from the airport. I'm going out because, uh, Tyler Grimm, my old roommate in grad school, whose Toyota Tacoma was one of the first cars we filmed for RCR. That was the one where I think I went Dixon, 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 Dixon. That was his car. So he's in the Air Force. He's just getting out. He'll be a lieutenant. So he's an officer. So he'll be living, I think, in Colorado Springs. So I'm going to go there ahead of everybody else, spend a day or two. Uh, get acclimated to the altitude uh, with Tyler. Uh, get a few drinks, have a few laughs, and then drive up into the mountains, pick these guys up at the airport. It'll be easy for them. I'll probably have to uh, drop them off at the main cabin, and then I got to go to like an Airbnb somewhere. 
there are people who are saying that uh, Denver Airport is nowhere near Denver either. Yeah, it's south of the city. Huh. Yeah. Which it's... is the way I like it, which means, you know, <laughs> it's like Philly. Philly yeah. Airport is not in Philly. It's, yeah, it's in Philly. It's not in the city. It's by I-95. Yeah. And Denver Airport is well outside the metropolitan area. You, It's one of these good airports. I'll be happy to fly into it. We never did. But it's like it's got the interstate highway right there. So like you get to the airport and you're gone right away. It's not quite like LAX where, you know, we you get the you get the lift, you get the Uber. And then it's like 10 minutes trying to get out of the airport. Yeah. And then, oh. it's, then you, immediately you're on surface streets. We're going a distance of like two miles and it's a half hour drive. That's the thing that I'm afraid of for New York Comic Con because I'm having some friends who are going up on Friday and we're all having dinner in some restaurant and but it's in the garment district. And so I got to get there from where I'm going to be. Yeah. And so I don't want to Uber, but I know I'm going to be walking the whole day mm-hmm. and I'm going to be dead by the end of it. Yeah. And so I'm going to end up sitting in this Uber doing incremental progress <laughs> yeah along new york streets it's just going to be no Nuts. buys no so yeah ben colorado this winter iced ink says still interested in racing the hearse gonna be at my aunt's place in san antonio this coming weekend really i bumped the email earlier today oh hmm. the hearse the uh the walking dead yeah the walking dead hearse that was at the, the rcr austin yeah. uh meet yeah uh i'm interested in driving it on the racetrack mr ice think but uh oh, your email did it, it reshuffled it possibly uh, a dumb question but were the bullet holes on that real <laughs> like th- did they like do or did they just cosmetically like yeah just put a railroad <laughs> spike in like it. homer simpson making speed, speed holes, holes. <laughs> oh it bumped uh. it to the bottom again i i suppose anything's possible i i don't think they would have shot the car because <laughs> If you shoot the car, the bullet's going in, and then it may be, you may be like. No, not with like live rounds, but I mean like something oh. that could like penetrate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they really shot the car. Yeah. I think they either they either they made a hole and like maybe the hole doesn't go anywhere inside the door. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, bumped the email earlier today. Yeah, I'll check the email. One of my coworkers bought a Subaru Justy just. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, we wouldn't be able to film it on the track. I mean, we could probably take it around Harris Hill for a laugh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to check my email after this. Uh, Andrew Horsley doesn't have a question, but thank you for the $2. Adler the Eagle, hey, uh, says, help someone smile today. What are you doing giving me money? You already make YouTube money. What are you doing giving me $2? Thank you for the $2. YouTube's going to take a bit of that. Well, now I owe you a beer or something like that. <laughs> Accept the compliment, Brian. Thank you. I had this. I had to read this whole article about when someone does something nice for you, say thank you. Don't yeah. deflect it. Don't minimalize it. Don't, don't kick it right back at them. They're giving you a gift. Thank you, Adler, for $2. You flatter me. All right, I have to um, power off my phone because it's doing the whole weak charging thing because yeah. I'm running things. Oh, okay. Charging. I mean, I do have some questions screenshotted on there from the regular chat, but I'll turn my phone back on later. While you're waiting for that, this is a question I believe that you could answer better. Here's hoping. 
is the RCR musical really not going to happen? Also, how are the Falcon and Red Betty doing? Love all you guys do. If RCR musical happens, I'm there. Our RCR MX happens, I'm there. Uh, so I guess that means RCR Mexico. Uh, thank you so much for the $50, um, Ricardo. Uh, the RCR musical was a writing exercise that I did that um, I believe I might have told you about it, but it's uh, I basically took the songs that I wrote for the RCR album and then some other original songs that I wrote for um, the uh, like various reviews, just like original songs. So like if heaven were a K car or all this other stuff um, that people are sort of like, I realize I get better responses about the songs when they're original and people asking like, when are you going to put something else out? And like, I had to reiterate that like the musical is something that isn't, going to happen just because like the story wouldn't really work it's kind of like something that would i I don't know it's just (laughs) it's strange Mm. but um i don't know like i have to take a shit (laughs) i'm taking a shit now well it's i can't (laughs) wait for the next time and quote like uh, uh waiting for godot the the second one is not as sweet, but it's still sweet nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, it's different in the sense that a lot of it is sort of in jokes. Like one of them is um, one of the songs is called like, what do these pills do? And it's a more like serious song that has like maybe a comedic, like it's a comedy, but like there are different, it's all set around Christmas and then it's, um that has to do with uh sort of the ways that auto enthusiasts sort of approach christmas like it's this weird thing because i realize that the good songs that i write or at least the ones that i like are all christmas songs so i'm just like well you make a christmas musical and then just different sort of things but it's not something that i ever had the mind to like do anything with it's just songwriting exercise and then like a sort of regular writing exercise you know because i just that's what I do in my free time. Like that's, what's fun for me. And the problem is that like, I got to sit down to do it. So ah. I got to like force myself to not do that. You know, it's strange, but yeah, you know, it could be stranger. I'm also like, I, I also was on a huge Broadway musical kick. And ah. so I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> Like, I'm not really going to do it, but, like, if I were going to do it, this is what it would look like. And so right. I wrote, like, this whole treatment synopsis thing. Um, and, yeah, it was just, I mean, it's there kind of for me to enjoy, I guess, um, in my mind. Because how do you even produce a musical? Huh? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Tom Clark did. Yeah, he did. Uh, but, like, how involved was he? Don't know. He's not in it. He's probably a producer. He probably is a producer. I mean, yeah. I think it's kind of you start at like the local level and maybe you get like yeah. a buzz built around the show. I have no idea. It's mm. like a regional thing, maybe. Yeah. If I heat up a chocolate chip muffin, you want half of it? I mean, sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm hungry. I know I'm going to the gym, so I'm just going to burn it off. And I've got two muffins and they won't keep while I'm away. Anyway, so I'll answer these two ones. 
looking for looking at a job in X and PA. You guys ever been? I know. Our, speaking of Tom Clark, we have a Coventry PA, and I think <laughs> like the Exton Mall or the Coventry Mall is down there. I think that's where supposedly Mallrats Two was going to be filmed in that mall. Yeah, like the Exton Mall. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Exton is like in the outer, outer, outer Philly sprawl. It's not really Philly. It's like I think that's Bucks County, PA, or is that Montgomery County, or maybe it's still Berks. I don't know. It's down there. You get 422, which is always a fuck show, <laughs> and then there's like some nice back roads, and then you got Phoenixville, which is totally hip and cool. So, it Exton, PA is pretty cool. Phoenixville is a lot nicer, way more expensive, but yeah, that that part of PA is pretty nice. It, it it's definitely a little bit upscale. Um, as opposed to like like the Pennsylvania where we are now. Thank you for your donation. Eli Prince says, just wrote an essay based on one of your vids. Love you. Well, thank you. Hope your essay did very well. Yeah. I, other people have done it. They said they got good grades because I, I guess our uh, MLA citations verbally are good. Hey. Um, oh, I am kind of feeling that muffy and another cup of coffee in the big time. Workforce 520 said that shoulder hit happened to me with a coworker once. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Like someone who doesn't get over that crap. Yeah. Just feels like such an affront to yeah. common decency. You just got to like HR. You got to go up the ladder. Look, this guy is hitting me on purpose. He's going to deny it, but this is what's happening. Thanks. Email sent. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Kind of a Mustang question, could be a Nick question, but I also know the answer to this. Um, hey guys, my son's gay. This is how I'm compensating. Hey guys, bought a 2016 Mustang GT. And I was wondering, any tips to help it survive a Boston winter? What's it doing being parked outside? Well, okay, it's a regular GT. Not to knock it. Um, ceramic coat, undercoat. Um, I'm going to learn a little bit more about ceramic coating at the end of next week, I think, when I get back. Um, I got some samples of the ceramic coat. Uh, I'll do the Falcon next week to see what it is. Undercoating. See, the thing about it, you're fighting, you're fighting rust. I mean, some people take the underside of the car and just coat it with old old engine oil. Yeah, it's gonna get it. Goddamn! I mean, there's there's not much you can do really. Just keep the car washed and wax it four times a year. Um, you need you have to put something in between that moisture and the paint, and then underneath. I mean, you're sp speaking to the choir here. I mean, the real answer is make enough money to at least rent a garage to keep it to get to keep it from getting sprayed with salt and snow and everything. I mean, if it's going to be your daily, if there's, if it's, if you're parking it on the street, you're just going to have to forget about it. Just enjoy driving it. Accept that mother nature is going to do what it's going to do. Have your fun and stay safe. Really? Sorry. And thank you for your donation. I had to tell you the truth. Um, Thermo Spokane five 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 says, "You guys coming to Europe anytime soon? Get a jack, and also get a jack." <laughs> um, future RCR trips is RCR RCR Australia twenty twenty one, RCR Japan twenty twenty two. 
Um, that's the plans. I can't see farther than three years ahead. Um, so Europe will probably be Germany um, because Autobahn, I, I just have to see it. Um, we need a fixer for that anyway. And getting a fixer for Australia, honestly, is easier. Australia comes first because there's no language barrier. And we have two people already willing to help out for RCR Japan, but no fixers yet for RCR Germany. I'd have to check my email. Maybe there might be one. If you uh, want to do the thing, I could. Uh, yeah, here's. Yeah, you can just scroll through the questions. Yeah. I don't know what this. Uh, it's Crazy Ivan two times. I'm not sure what he's talking about. Uh, Crazy Ivan two times. Any thoughts on joining Subscribestar? I have no idea what that is. Does anyone know what that is? To be able to explain it to me or to us, you know, because I have no idea what Subscribestar is. But what I can tell you about is that 4B Ferrari is only about a month away from release in theaters. And I, I'm basically uh, as hyped for this movie as anything else, but also because of the significant amount of Oscar buzz it's getting. Strangely enough, in the acting categories, the buzz is not coming from Matt Damon or Christian Bale. It's mostly coming for Tracy Letts, who plays Henry Ford II and in supporting actor. Because a lot of this comes down to how they're going to campaign Christian Bale in the film of whether he's going to be campaigned in lead or supporting. And the Academy loves doing this little thing called category fraud, where they put someone who's clearly a lead in supporting because they're not as high build a star as the person who is the actual supporting role. So for instance, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Casey Affleck was nominated in supporting, even though he's the lead of that movie. But he was, at the time, basically nobody in comparison to Brad Pitt, who was the actual supporting actor in that movie. Or uh, Haley Steinfeld in True Grit. She was nominated in supporting, even though she's the lead of that movie, because she's not more of a star than Jeff Bridges. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? And this is, uh, yeah. Uh, but basically the reason that I'm looking so forward to Ford B Ferrari is that I think a lot of it is that there haven't been that many good pure car movies mm. lately. Like a lot of them are about the fetishization of cars. Yeah. So you get like car movies that are like the um, fast and furious type movies yeah. and um, to a lesser extent drive because yeah. That was very and baby driver, baby driver. You know, those are all fetishizing in a way. Cars, it fetishizes cars in a way that they can't be in real life, yeah. like without breaking the law. Right. <laughs> Whereas I think Ford v Ferrari has the potential to be a movie that is about cars in a way that is comprehensible to the sort of normalized brain. You know, like you don't have to imagine laws being broken you don't have to and i know that it doesn't play into that fantasy dream of wanting to like peel out of the theater and right. do all this stunt driving but i find those types of movies like far more interesting when it's just something that's more grounded and i like more grounded films yeah and for what it was you know a movie like driver a movie like baby driver was kind of um sort of grounded in its own world but not mm. really grounded in ours if that makes any sense yeah. and so that's part of what i'm looking so forward to 
with Ford v Ferrari and also to see the performances, particularly John Bernthal as Lee Iacocca, just because like so he's nothing not like him. He's he not, doesn't have that. But I mean, Lee Iacocca was Pennsylvania to the core, had that big potato face. Yeah. Like that old guys. My dad's getting into it a little bit. Well, which means my I mean, you look at my dad's dad. And you're going to, my face is just going to get wider and wider until it's a circle. It's going to be the face of Bo. It's just, <laughs> the. I mean, after a while, it's, it, well, he also isn't doing like the Lehigh accent no. type thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I can't really imagine. I, I don't know. It'll be an interesting performance and it's probably a little more than a cameo. It's, but it's like more than what we got of Iacocca and Watchmen. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me. So yeah. And I think Lee Iacocca led an interesting enough life, but not with an interesting enough end to constitute getting a movie of his own. Yeah. Which is why I don't know. Kind of like, well, I did a lot of good things. Now I retired. Yeah. And so I feel like now he's the best that we're going to get is him being a background in other movies Yeah, uh, of just like, he's the Forrest Gump of like, he's there when certain things happen. Right. When he was like way more important than that, but still, meh. Joseph Jacobs says, been a fan since the RAV4 video. I feel bad for not donating earlier. Oh, I'm happy for anything you want to, I'm honored that you're doing it even now. Huge thanks for all the stuff you guys have put out. Well, thank you so much, uh, Joseph. It makes me happy that you're doing that. Thank you for your donation. Glad we mean so much to you. Workforce 520. Hello, familiar face. I'm driving cross country from driving cross country from Georgia to LA was fun. My next is going to be Alaska. Oh, you're doing Alcan. <laughs> you're doing up the Alaskan Canada, 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 Canada highway up through British Columbia and all that. That's going to be, wow. I mean, you're going to Anchorage, I'm guessing. Um, maybe on the Fairbanks. That's going to be nice though. I hope everything goes well with you with customs and all that fun stuff. Um, Uh, Joel K asks, hello, think a Saturn SI is a good first car to learn stick on Saturn SI. It's going to be sloppy, but yeah, it's fine. It's just a piece of GM cookie cutter nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) Grind, grind the hell out of it. It'll be fine. It's not going to be precise. Um, And then you'll get into a modern car and you're like, wow, this gear actually goes into it. (laughs) It's one of those things where, uh, like, like those old Saturn gearboxes, you put it into first, and then it just sort of flops around in all directions. Like the gear, it's still in first, but the gear shift, the bushings are so wide, it just flops all over the place, and you just learn by feel where it went in. Don't bother where that gear shift is now; it's where it began, is what gear you're in. <laughs> <laughs> Any car that is not yours, is the best to learn stick on. Oh so, yeah. So. Their clutch, their throwout bearing, great. Um, driving cross country to Alaska. Uh, workforce five twenty. I think I skipped over you. Any any RCR Southern California trips coming up soon? I think the next logical thing that I'd be in SoCal for is if there's going to be a big party for Matt Farah's big garage. If he has like a welcoming oh, party, nice. It'd be nice to like show up for that. He gave regular car reviews a shout out in his road and track article about his uh a million mile lexus good man which also adler the eagle if he's still in here drove i still the plan eagle. on eventually oh sorry oh god no i still plan on taking my personal trip to la one of these months where i can like justify it 
but it's kind of because I like LA a Ooh. lot. Oh, the that's muffin. my reminder that the muffin's done. I would have completely forgot about the muffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I really like the going to the uh, the Peterson and going on the tour, and I like the the streets, and I like like it's weird. I like touristy shit. It's so random to kind of not be into sort of the the scenic naturey stuff that people normally like to be into on their vacations but for me i'm just i'm an absolutely completely lousy lousily uncomplicated person and so i just like simple things thank you ah yes ah yes yes very much excuse me it it was kind of nutritious as a muffin but you know fuck it muffins aren't good for you they're just they're just a donut in a different shape (laughs) but muffins and tea (laughs) we're becoming more british (laughs) as the days go on call them digestives (laughs) (laughs) those are those like cookies that are called biscuits i'm too american i need uh uh, someone's gonna blow a valve out there i need i need coffee to go with this yeah I'm I'm rather good with my tea. For I can't imagine drinking anything else. Mm. Mm. That's fantastic. Anybody watch Carnival Row on Amazon? I mean, I remember reading the script for A Killing on Carnival Row like 12 years ago or however long ago that script was written. And the TV show is in no way like the movie, but it's also so full of lore that it almost should have been a book instead of a TV show. But eh, I digress. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I don't like paying lip service to nutrition. (laughs) Crumbs. Crumbs. Getting the crumbs. Precious carbs. Yes. They help me burn energy. <laughs> so it's said. Mm. Tonight is going to be bench pressing and then the elliptical for 40 minutes. Should be good. Well, I made the mistake of going to the gym before I came here. So I'm essentially undoing everything <laughs> I did. <laughs> Are you coming here on an empty stomach or did you? No, no, no. I had a protein bar after. Well, not no protein shake okay like i made it at home uh actually drank it at home because i'm like if i'm gonna bring it with i'm not gonna have anywhere to throw it out Mm. and i didn't want to come here hey brian nice to see you here's trash Mm -hmm. you know so because they recommend like putting in uh, like after a workout a certain amount of like this protein mixture like it's in this big list that is on a, a sort of banner my gym yeah. that recommends this like you know uh that's two-thirds this and one-third this and then you be should be drinking this much water hence the mm. yeah but um and i drink like i go through these like crazy which i mean part of it is being thirsty all the time because of the medication i'm on okay but a lot of it is just i'm dead after a workout because I do the rowing machine for like 10 years. And at the end of that, that like, I don't have, 
I can't take groceries in the house by really? the time I'm done with it. I'm mm. just like, ah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> my arms and mm. my core, it, nice. the, the pain. But I mean, you know. What are get, you doing for core? The, well, the the rowing machine. Oh, like okay. it engages the, well, I mean, I don't know that it engages the core, but it engages mine. Mm. But um, I, uh, and also I will occasionally do, um, what are they called the dips you know the, mm. the little thing that you just like yeah. and you're squeezing yeah. and then i'll do some like app shit for or ab shit from like this chart mm. that they have of like different exercise so you know you can do like the russian twist and mm. it's all like manual resistance or that type of thing but i'm not really focused on the core because i'm not really trying to get like swole per se or mm-hmm. or like necessarily I don't know that losing weight is the goal, but it's just being in better shape, Mm. you know, because there are people who are bigger, who are in good shape. Mm -hmm. I I kind of think of someone like, I don't know. I was going to say William Refrigerator Perry in the 1980s, but I'm like, no, he was like kind of big, even for a football player. Yeah. And so I don't really know, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Cool. What do you do for core? Not much. Uh, I just do the Ab Aber nine thousand machine. <laughs> the the this machine. The, uh, uh, yeah, we used to have that, and we sit. don't anymore. They got Here. rid of it. I think it. it's because people were hurting themselves, like using it in, incorrectly. Huh? Oh, I zoomed in too much on my. No, no. Ooh, do planks. That's a good suggestion. Do planks? Yeah. Okay. Arms and then just. I can do a plank. Oh, there it went. All right. I'm back again. I should do a plank on camera. We should time it. Yes. See what my base is. My I mean, base is cold. I mean, go you to won't the Peterson be with Nick. I, oh, I lost my place because when I, I minimized the screen and did it up again. All right. So I lost about 20 super chats now. How do you go back? I can't. I can't scroll up anymore because I'm I dad clicked and now I can't scroll up to the top. Huh. And there was like a twenty dollar one in there. All right. Um. Damn it. Wait, maybe There's workforce five twenty. Oh, can can we do it on the on the regular chat? Yeah. Should be everything. Okay. I didn't do that one yet. Live chat. Um. Popular chat. Oh uh, uh, yeah. It's. Pop out the chat. Scrolling up. Nope. All right. Hang on. All right. Um. Manage. I use my phone. Will allow me to go to all, all stuff on. All comments. It might show up there. My channel, community. No, it's not there. About playlist. I can't get it on my phone. I I can do it. I think if I oh, open whoops. I accidentally inserted an ad. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. All right. Well, while that's if it's playing an ad, um, here let me have the keyboard so forth all right so if i go 
open a new window, go to YouTube, go to your channel, go to community. Nope, it's not there. Um, uh, how do I get to them? How do I see all the past ones? Yeah. Let me know if people start shouting the answer in the uh, in the oh, comments. My, oh, my phone. Oh, okay. Well, then look at the uh, tablet. tablet. Um, liked videos, watched later. History? That's just, that's just going to be stuff I watched. Comments? Uh, nope. Live chat? Um... No, that's just me commenting on other people's live chats. Comments? No. Search history, watch history. Show more. No, that's just old playlists. Yeah, we've done this before where you can get to them. Yeah. It's just a matter of figuring out. Maybe if I, I have to go to old YouTube studio... Creator Studio Classic. Um, and there it's under Community. Super Chat. All right. The most recent, all live streams, just this one. Okay. Um, all right. Th okay, there we are. All right, cool. All right. So, SoCal, we got uh, Hurricane Ian. Ian said bump that he said he bumped the 2017 Lamborghini Huracan 520-2. CL63 AMG Abduramax, which we already did. Jaguar E-Pace. Oh, interesting. A uh, few good JDM1 Kings, too. Uh, yes. Okay. You bumped the email. Very good. Uh, William Brzezinski, dear Mr. Regular, bless my new car. I just bought an Evo 10 GSR on the same week your episode was posted. Oh, very lovely. Keep up the great work. Best channel on YouTube. Oh, thank you so much. That was a generous donation. Um, I'm glad you like it. Uh, you're going to have fun with that Evo 10 and it's going to be comfortable enough to drive around. Simon Trent 8,000 says, Ever making your way up north north toward Maine? I want to hear Mr. R say, I'm the conductor of the poop train. I've never been to Maine. I would like to go to Maine. It's probably really great right now and not freaking 87 degrees or whatever it is today. Damn, it's hot. Yeah, I know. I miss autumn. Yeah. Autumn is getting smaller every year. That's almost a song, smaller every year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then there's plenty of... Uh, middle school humor to go with that. Mm -hmm. Andrew Horsley said, sorry, I messed up my other super chat. Have some more money. I 
gladly take it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, you're, you're very generous. I appreciate it. Anyway, which is the best Chevy Suburban Subaru Legacy Baja or Ford Explorer Sport Track? Ford Explorer is out. Now you're comparing. What's that? I say Suburban. Yeah. I mean, your Suburban, <laughs> you have an LS in that usually or Vortec. Um, Subaru Legacy Baja is very cool if you want to win awards and be hip. But now you're comparing a large SUV to a station wagon with the back end chopped off. So what's it going to be? The Chevy Suburban is a clearly superior car to a Subaru Legacy Baja, unless you're trying to win the Gambler five Gambler nine hundred or five hundred or whatever that is. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Chevy Suburban is going to be the better one. It's it, I mean it's a higher value car when it was built. That I mean that doesn't mean it's better. See also Mercedes, but I mean, Chevy Suburbans, all the parts are available. Super Legacy is a little bit weird, particularly that rear tailgate with the folding uh, folding license plate that has to stay uh, vertical. Joshua Sutterfield says, should I bother sending an email for a review if I'm a student splitting time between Ames and Chicago? Car is a 2001 Saturn SW2. Uh, you just put both of them in. Just say, I'm in Ames uh, this time of year. I'm at Chicago this time of year. And that'll probably work. Uh, Joshua, oh, that, that was your question. Yes. Isaac Flavley? Flavley? Falvey. Falvey. Yeah. Thank you. No question, but thank you so much for your generous donation. You just say, I love you guys. I love you too. Thanks. Chef Sato says, would an, and thank you for your donation, Chef. There's a chief. No, chef. That's great, but who are the chefs? Great googly moogly. That's a commercial that's lost on people. Gonna be a while? I think it's a Snickers commercial. You remember that one? Yeah, gonna be a while. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember who are the who are the chefs? No. It's it starred I forget who the chiefs are. And a football team. And, oh. and you see a guy painting the painting the end zone to say uh chiefs, but then the player comes by and says that's great but who are the chefs <laughs> you're paying out as chefs i'm like oh gonna be a while <laughs> anyway would an electric bicycle be something you'd want to review yes probably not as fun as a gas moped but i'm enjoying mine yeah an electric and like an electric assist bike be happy to do one i think even farah did one of those like five grand ones pretty nice mm. actually i was at a bike shop and i saw that some of these mountain bikes now are six grand damn nuts so yeah, your make model city state. I mean, it probably doesn't matter for a bicycle. Just put electric bicycle city state, and in the body of the email, put your name, and then an email where I can reach you. you want to know what I want to review because it's probably really stupid. Mm. Is one of those slingshots. Yeah, Polaris <laughs> slingshot. Because it's there's one sitting at my local mall, and they're saying like twenty four four ninety nine. Yeah, and I'm just like a lot for a, like a two seater. Yeah, and I'm just no thinking, roof. Yeah, I, I'm just like you could get like a proper car, you yeah. know, with that. It's just strange <laughs> to me. <laughs> the Polaris slingshot is filling the void, uh, filling the dickhead, the like the rich clueless dickhead who used to enjoy the Plymouth Prowler, much loved to the straight pipes, but. I think that's the same kind of people who once brought bought the Plymouth Prowler. Once bought 
the Plymouth Prowler that now buy the Polaris Slingshot. Yeah, but I've never seen a young person buy a or, or yeah. driving a Polaris Slingshot. True. Whereas, like the you can see young people in the prow- well, Prowler, straight pr- yeah. pipes is the whole yeah. yeah. Proof of that. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Kazerski, Kazinski. Oh, I have Kazinski. No uh, Jejeski. Could that, yeah. I'm just I'm just basing it the, the second letter off of Joanna Jejeski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Can I get a vowel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm 18 and already have had three cars. One was a lava. Nice. What's wrong with me? Nothing wrong with you. You just had three cars. Yeah, By the way, 18 is the minimum age of driving in Poland. It kind of like low key is in Pennsylvania because you're supposed to have your learner's permit for a year. Yeah. And you can't get your learner's permit now until you're 17. Well, or is it 16 still? No, it's no, you get your learner's permit at 15. But but you have to log 60 hours of a company. This is when I was a teenager. Right. Okay. Um, which we were teenagers at different times. So right. um, the. uh it was like you had to have 60 hours with an adult and, but like that always seemed like a system that was really easy to game. But even then it's like, if you don't log those hours, it's like, you're probably not going to pass your driving test anyway. Right. So, I mean, there's no point in really gaming the system, you know, but I think they may have changed it. Like, I don't know necessarily the extent to which you need to, you know, maybe they change the amount of answers you have to get right on like the written test huh. before you get the permit. And then how, well, I mean, I know it's not a written test anymore. It's the freaking touch screen. Thing. Right. But the, I don't know. Like when my nephew reaches driving age, which is ugh, so obnoxiously close, um, that how old is he? He's 11. So yeah, that's, that's kind of like, I'm getting to that point where I'm going to have to prepare for the possibility. And I want him to do it the way that like, your dad had you do it which was that like okay i know technically you can take your test now but i'm making you do this for a year anyway yeah uh, so that you can drive in all weather conditions and then you'll be ready um because i just don't it's not that i don't trust him it's that i don't trust other people yeah so it's if you can become a more reactive driver yeah it's it's like you have to really be able to judge other drivers and know what they're going to do on this off-ramp this off-ramp yeah i mean Reading is a pretty good slice of the country. Yeah. You have highways and back roads all in that highways, back roads, and city all in one place. Yeah. But um Reading is pretty good about clearing the snow as much as they say they're not, they are. Yeah. But when you get up here, eh, you're gonna be on road. You may find yourself on roads that aren't plowed. And how is the car gonna handle? Yeah. Workforce 520 says, I'd love to go to the Peterson with you, Nick. Oh, I'd love to go to the Peterson with you. If I'm up there, I'll, I mean, if I go up on my personal LA trip one of these days, I, I'm going to make an announcement and just let people know. Um, I would love to like, because I've met people in LA who I'd love to see again, people who I know are in LA who I haven't met in person, who I'd love to be able to, you know, hang out with and, you know, maybe i'll run an angela white out there who knows, uh, who knows? but but 90 not um yeah my daily upload says i got my full license at age 16 passed the road test and honestly didn't really know how to drive until i was 17 i never practiced driving yikes 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 um i mean i almost feel like they should 
kind of bumped the age up which is kind of a it ruins high school life for everybody oh, yeah. but it's to the point where i'm sick of going on facebook and seeing like some other like preventable teenage crash right on my feed and somebody who has to like bury a kid now all because of some nonsense but mm. now granted i don't want to extrapolate and say that like all teenagers are going to be inherently irresponsible about this because there are some teenagers who are way more responsible about driving than a lot of adults but yeah it's still something that kind of gets me sketchy because you're maybe you don't have the same situational awareness that you would have if you were just even 18 months older than yeah. you were when you got the license you know had that little bit more of experience with a someone you know older sitting by your side you know True. just helping you along i don't know jacob says it's midnight around here going to bed and uh someone i think from japan says good morning it's 7 a.m in tokyo <laughs> love you guys my question is millvale neon when well the millvale neon got into an accident so we were never never able to finish it so now we need to find another first gen neon to just have Stitch our Stitch it together. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm still going to use that footage. Yeah, kind of like we did with the um the the Nano. Yeah. Where that one just sort of like Yeah. We still got a video out of that. Oh, Andrew Horsley said from earlier, I'm embarrassed. I meant Chevy Avalanche and my answer is still Chevy. Yeah. Cuz that's Chevy Avalanches do are available with LS engines and there are people who tune the heck out of those. So yeah, Chevy Avalanche I mean, if interior matters a lot to you, see, the thing about <laughs> mid-2000s, Subaru's interior beats out Chevy's interior in nearly every segment, including really the Cadillacs. But um, the thing about the Baja is it's only a four-seater, even though it's, it's a four-door. It doesn't have uh, a, thir a third seat in the back. Mm. it's only two seats in the back and it has like a center plastic, like where the middle seat would be in the back. There's another console, mm. like a lift up console, like in the front. So why did they do that? My guess is because they couldn't have a proper headrest because they turned it into a pickup truck in the back. So the third passenger doesn't have whiplash protection. Huh. doesn't have that little headrest there. So I think legally they couldn't have a seat there. So they just put a center console to keep people from sitting there. Mm. Yeah. And that's a weird thing like you would forget about because it's a four door. And then suddenly four people show up and you need to squeeze in. You're like, oh, right. Yeah. So that person's going to probably have to sit on that console hmm. or something like that. Um, Any other uh, questions we missed? Uh, Super chats. Yeah. Uh, I just answered those two. Yeah, I don't think it there just came were in. others in the comments. If we have if we missed any, uh, please let us know. Uh, we like to get to absolutely everybody. Yeah. But um, in two weeks, I'm going to be at Richmond Cars and Coffee. So like not this coming Saturday or the next one, but the Saturday after that. And um, I don't know. I always love going there because there's always a very wide variety for such a small space. True. You got like MGs and you got like, you know, a wall of ford focuses and subaru bajas and it's yeah. such a nice relaxing community and for some reason there's always like a shitload of um just boomers there but they're all like the nice kind that are all <laughs> that aren't in they're, looking they're to not, blame you for things right yeah 
but um yeah it's i'm trying to think of like a time that i've gone where the weather wasn't perfect and now i've probably jinxed myself but still i i love going there and sarah might go there with the uh the lewd oh right yeah cool um so let's see tomorrow i pre-pack i also go to the gym i eat my last muffin uh their the point of view video is done for the gtr uh next week is the tale of the dale and then the week after that is done it's uploaded but it's not scheduled yet i can do that i guess when i get back home from the gym yeah and I guess we got to write at some point next week. Yeah. Uh, just, well, actually, I think the week after. Let me go check the schedule. One sec. Schedule checking. Doing things. But yeah. Huh. Let me see how far along my phone yeah, the is. The week in charging. after next is. Oops. It, the week after next is a motorcycle again, which I'm going to write solely. Um, so honestly, I could do that tomorrow. Yeah. And then because I, I could just go to the cafe myself and just write that out. And I still have to do my solo uh, review, the car that I did from the 90s. Yeah. So that's like another one. Um, but, but am yeah. I too amped up? Do I really want to write tomorrow? I mean, we have we're far enough ahead i mean i can do it i'll do it on the plane <laughs> says people who never oh, do it on the plane th there's nothing to do somehow it's like you're half dumb on the plane anyway because you're at altitude and now i'm buying drinks yeah I i'm mean, gonna be with tony so i'm gonna be yucking it up the whole way yeah i'm just putting cold water in this too yeah cut through the blinding heat of this tea i'm watering it down and i don't even care i had this one drink i called did i call it the disaster or did i call it not the abomination mm. and all it was was i don't have i don't have enough tea or coffee but i have a little bit of both and when my powers of come when our powers combine i am horrific it's like this is not fun these things never mix they never do and i'm like some one has a little bit of caffeine and the other has a lot so let's do this piece i gotta stay up leo uh says thank you for your donation i wanted to say i love you guys i love you too leo you too. rcr has given me so many laughs and so much wisdom over the years i still listen to rcr returns or rcr reruns every day beers on me thank you leo Beers on me. I will be spent in Austin this Friday. Flying in midday Friday. Um, oh, is that Nugget? Is our Nugget? Is that like Harris Hill Nugget? You not might have noticed, but your brain did. Ah, Plinket quote. Ah, may have not noticed, but your brain did. Mm. Is that our Nugget? Is that Nugget? Is Monica there? Yep, yep, there he is. Hey. Okay, Nugget, did, did you see, like, last time, I have a real helmet now? 
So I'm all ready for Sunday. Yeah, my, I got Sunday Sunday, 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 sponsored helmet, awry. Um, oh, Monica's here too. You're both, you're both, both Monica and Nugget are both watching it, but they're, they're clearly on separate devices because they have both their username there. All right, so people in the chat, you see Nugget appear there, and then you see um, Equal Raptor, Equi Raptor. Equiraptor. Equiraptor. Uh, that's Monica. She was the one uh, who you saw uh, do the lap time in the food truck. And Nugget, you saw, I think we were, Nugget, I, Nugget's best line was, um, what, what did he call the Nissan Altima rental car that we took around that Tony had? The, the word he used, he was driving it, and he said, oh, what did he call it? Did he call it this car is it wasn't pitiful it wasn't reprehensible he called it what did he call it an embarrassment because like you couldn't take the traction control off of the th thing and that and nugget is driving that car like 80 miles an hour just wrenching the wheel back and forth and then like it, it won't let you do anything it's like i think he just called it terrible like mm. there was no redeeming qualities to that vehicle at all um so yeah, that'll be Sunday. We will be, it'll be myself, Tony Airlines, and Bryce Johnson. So it'll be interesting to see who is the better student. Myself, who's done this before, but is deathly afraid of speed. Tony, who's done it only once before, but is a pilot and is just, he has a phlegmatic mind and it just adapts to everything. He's a sponge. He just picks it up. Or Bryce Johnson, who is not, who's never been in a race car and never been on a track before, but he's a Kiwi and knows the Rumataka pass has driven it many times. Uh, he's like the wild card. Uh, he, you know, did that in his tradey Toyota pickup truck and a bunch of other things. And he probably doesn't have a whole lot of fear about driving fast. So it's going to be interesting who's going to be the better one. Uh, that question keeps repeating in the chat about, uh, Regarding the RX-7 FB review, did you like the car at all? I really couldn't tell from the re review. Uh, did I like it? You see, the pause kind of answered the question. <laughs> I enjoyed the sound it made. I enjoyed how it looked. It was enjoyable because it wasn't mine. Uh. I would never want to own a classic rotary. I would not want to search and search and search for a mechanic who knows how to work on Wankel engines. Mm. There is no real performance gains out of an RX-7 versus an equivalent Celica. Mm. Um, they're both carbureted. They both rev pretty fast. They're both very fun. Yes, the RX-7 will be smoother, and that's about all it has going for it. Maybe because I, I'm i neither a fan nor a detractor from Wankel engines. I'm glad they're around. They're a very curious piece of technology. But I don't get hard over them. And if they disappeared, I wouldn't shed a tear. Yeah. I maybe feel sorry that the knowledge that surrounds them goes away. But if you're asking, did I enjoy driving the car? Yes, I enjoyed driving the car. But 
it, I would have a hard time thinking about it from a financial standpoint. You have to really be committed to keeping a wankel on the road to be able to enjoy it. Now, at the same time, my Ford Falcon is very uncomfortable. It's loud. Doesn't get great gas mileage. And, you know, a, a V6 Camry will wipe the floor with it. But there is the... Aesthetic to driving an older car. And when all those powers combine, a smile appears on your face. Yeah. It's just that the an RX-7 is not my flavor of Ben and Jerry's. And that's fine. It I but I did like how it looked. I did like the pop-up headlights. I found the steering and the gear shifter to be wonderful. But when I decide if I like a car, it's as as Nick says, do I want it? <laughs> no, I don't want this car. Yeah. But it was a lovely taste test. So, I mean, that's that's my honest answer of it. And I think in a general sense, if you like a car, it really comes across in the video. Like it's not really ambiguous, you know? Mm -hmm. Um it could be, but for the most part, it's not. Carl Nuss says that, did I just make a meme by accident? You mean me going, nah, 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 nah. it's hard for me to say that word without. Nah, 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 nah. Um, yeah, Foster just sent me a, an old gif of him drunk, like co that college drunk. <laughs> that college drunk where you're like a flash dance <laughs> where do people f get gifts of themselves drunk? Uh, well, well I mean, he's younger him, so his friends have he, yeah. when when everything's filmed it's like yeah that is i'm of legal age you know it's that <laughs> <laughs> he's a maniac <laughs> smearing off ice <laughs> Here's my favorite drink again. <laughs> Michael Sambello type beat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to bed. <laughs> uh, college. So, Juliet Johnson, they're down in Texas right now. Talk about a flight. They flew from Wellington to, to get, they're in Texas now. But here's how they got there. Hmm. 4 a.m. rise Ew. for like a 6 a.m. flight from Wellington over to Sydney, Australia. Right? Yeah, and then from there. there, they got on the Dreamliner and L.A. Oh. Sydney to Los Angeles. But instead of taking the L.A. day where you just recombobulate, yeah. they stayed in LAX. And did another three hours and 45 minutes on, like, uh, I sent the picture that of the plane they got on to Tony. Yeah. And he said, that's an Embraer 175. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that's not, that's below a 900. That, well, 900 is above a, the 700, above the 200. Like an Embraer 175 is like that, that. It's like that plane that we that we took from Chicago to Harrisburg, Harrisburg yeah. to Chicago. There's a first class, but so what? Yeah, yeah. negligible. Um, the entire the entire plane is just uh, 
Do you remember that kid's toy? Um, there were two versions of it. They were the fake space guns. One of them had that little wheel inside that made sparks, yeah. but only inside the gun. Yeah. There was that. And then there was the other one that had like the police siren in it. Yeah. And it, but it didn't have batteries. It just had that little thing. It's almost like a kazoo type thing of just self-propelling. So when those powers combine, you get, (laughs) that's the Embraer 175. (laughs) It's just a cacophony of metal on metal and wind. (laughs) (laughs) All over creation. So they're right now. Um, um, today's their first day down in texas and they just said we're going to a gun range and i just said texas bang bang and then uh she sent me a sticker of a gun because you can't have guns now on anything like the but but you can but with telegram you can download emojis onto it yeah so you can still do it so that's what she sent um okay I think we got to all the questions. Yeah, I think that's a podcast. Yeah. Well, um, we won't, obviously, we won't be here next week because you're going to be gone and I'm going to be editing things. So the week after that, it's going to be nice. Oh, the weather's going to be nice. Oh, no, no, no. It'll be RCR podcast number 69. Oh. That's why this one's called Almost Nice. Oh. Uh, I didn't even catch that. I'm 12. Um, But yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we gotta do something special. We we time. do maybe we do it like on like a, a Friday or something uh, like that. Maybe. Um, the uh, huh? I don't know. Yeah, we'll think about it. But for now, uh, we are on um Spotify and uh, you know, uh, just wherever else you get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict. Gonna try to get back on Google Podcasts after this. So. Mm-hmm. Until next time, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a blast. Can't do any of this without you. Thank you so much for your donations and your super chats and your regular chats and Mm -hmm. just your presence in general. And uh, until next time, I'm Nick. I'm Brian. Have a great one, everyone. Okay. Zoom stopped recording. Noise. You know, I, I did like a questionnaire from this uh, one person who I went, I like, I was on a webinar. It's been yeah. forever since I did one of those. And it was just like a survey thing. And then they said they'd PayPal me some money for like, we need YouTubers to have like your opinion on audio gear. It was like a yeah. product survey. It was kind of neat. It lasted like an hour. Huh. But so they just listed like audio products from like, it was like, it was research for like an audio company that said, what are your needs? And I'm like, well, it's kind of. But I did say it'd be nice if every single one of these pots had their own potentiometer. Like I could see what levels were on. And if you had like a a mixer that just had an SD card in it, that just would record whatever was coming into it, which would be nice because then it'd be one less thing I'd have to have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is like after it, but I got to shut her down. So, yep. Have a good night, guys.